Blog Talk Radio. But I want everyone to get up on your feet for this. Everybody. 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 Put your hands together right there. If you got tambourine, y'all come up here, y'all. I need to feel y'all.
to call him. I love to call the name of Jesus, for there is no other name given under heaven whereby we must, might, can, are saved other than the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. And so I love to call him. He said, call on me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and you will glorify me. And so we give God glory, honor, and praise on this Saturday afternoon. It is because of the Lord's mercy we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's mercy towards us. We love him on today because he first loved us. We love him because he woke us up in time and not eternity. He allowed us to see another day. It may be raining here. It may be snowing. It may be sleeting. Uh, it may be dry weather. It may be flood weather. It may be storm. But we are here today in the land of the living. So I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God bless you and good afternoon, listeners. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. Certainly, we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, to you, and to you. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. And so we want you to tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell your friends to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. In addition to being syndicated on Blog Talk Radio, we are also on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and on Google Play. You can access those on us on those platforms as well. Our call-in number to the studio is 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. Certainly, we are glad to be here again on today, and so much has transpired since last week, this time, and we sure that, that not only do I have a testimony, but you have a testimony but no matter what happened or what didn't happen, God is still good. And certainly he has never failed. His word will never fail. His word is, accomplishes what it was sent out to do. And he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. His word says that he'll be with us in six troubles and in seven shall no evil come nigh us. He watches over his word to perform it. And who wouldn't serve a God like that? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Mary. The God of Joseph. The God and Father of Jesus. So we thank God today for being here and for sharing with you. I love to call him. And so every now and then, we have to call on the name of the Lord. So if you call on Jesus... He will answer prayer. Somebody else said, if you call on Jesus, he will come to your rescue anytime, any place, anywhere. And so we thank God for the opportunity just to call on the name of Jesus. Well, we want to thank God today for all of our sponsors, Abyssinia, MPT Enterprise, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Grandma Etta's Quilting, Third Lounge, and Melanated Beards 
We thank you for your love your and certainly your service to the community and all around. Certainly you can reach out to all of them at any time or you can contact me. Well, we want you to connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're on Instagram. Please look for Global Gospel. Send us a friend request, and we will be delighted to accept it. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there's a direct link to each and every episode. So uh, connect with us and stay informed, and you will know what we are doing, and we will know what you are doing. And we uh, encourage you also to reach out to us or connect with us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Perhaps there is something that you are looking to share with the listening audience, a testimony, uh, your music, your songs, your prayers, your poems, whatever your ministry gift is, whatever God has called you and assigned you to do in this life, uh, you are welcome to share. Please contact us. Shout out to those that are listening in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, Illinois, Arizona, Colorado, California, Canada, Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Colombia, Brazil, Suriname, Uruguay, South Africa, Mozambique, Kenya, Uganda, the Republic of the Congo, Nigeria, the Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone, Portugal, Spain, Italy. A lot of flooding going on in Italy. Shout out to Italy and prayers to Italy as well, France, the United Kingdom, Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, the Czech Republic, Switzerland, Hungary, Pakistan, the United Arab Emirates, Australia, the Philippines, Taiwan, South Korea, and Japan. Thank God for you, you and you. If I didn't call your location, you're welcome. Please send us a message and let us know that you are listening and where you are listening from. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Hartley family, the Jones family, the Hernandez family, the Furman family, the Bradley family, the Locke family, the Burdell family, family, the Wiggins family, the Wilson family, the Robinson family, the Davis family, the Washington family, the McCoy family, the Walker family, the Cox family, the Thompson family, the Fells family. We thank God for you, you and you. Certainly you are welcome to add your name to the list as well of shout outs. Well, for those of you that have tuned into Global Gospel for the first time and you may not be aware of our theme here, at Global Gospel, but our theme here comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, 
lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And so today, for those of you that may not know, we introduce you to our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And so we want you to know that it is in him that we live and him that we move and then in him that we have our being. And so we are glad today to offer Christ to you, my brother, offer Christ to you, my sister. And we want you to know that Christ came into the world, that he lived, he died, he shed his blood for the remission of our sins. And he went to Calvary and certainly he went into the grave, but certainly he rose from the grave. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. He has victory today over death, hell, and the grave. And certainly because he lives, we live also. And certainly we have life and have it more abundantly. And today, if you're down and out, if you're oppressed, if you're suicidal, if you're depressed, if you're homeless, if you're jobless, if you're unemployed, if you're friendless, if you're familyless, uh, if you're careless, we want you to know that the gospel is comprehensive and it meets every need in your life, every area of your life. If you have a financial need, a spiritual need, an emotional need, the gospel is here today to free you, to heal you, to, li- to deliver you, to save you, and set you free. And certainly Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And certainly today he's knocking at the door. And certainly if you just open the door, if you answer him, he will come in and sup with you. And certainly he makes all the difference in your life. Jesus breaks every fetter, every chain. Certainly we can go boldly to the throne of grace on today and obtain mercy in our time of need, all because Christ died for us. And because he is our high priest, he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. There's nothing you're going through that he does not know about. It's nothing that you've done that he will not forgive you for. And so we thank God and praise God for the opportunity to share the gospel with you on today. We are going to go to a break and we'll be back. It simply says, we are not ashamed. Pause Jenkins.
to everyone. Samuel chapter 30 is where 
you can find us on this Saturday afternoon. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south. And Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recovered all. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook for sore, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which so faint were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. That ends our reading. Original. Yes, yeah, stay tuned as we continue to talk about David. Yeah. 
our Father, we thank you for your word, for your words. They are spirit and they are life, God. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We pray that something is said on today to touch, heal, deliver, save, and set free. Certainly, we pray that someone is encouraged, uplifted, and inspired by your word on today. God, let your word do all that it needs to do for everyone that hears, receives, and believes. Let it fall on good ground. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. As you read the caption for today, the caption says, I see smoke. And 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 3 says, So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken. And so as we look at this today, I can think about some many mornings during the week, I happen to watch the morning news for a few minutes as I prepare to leave for work. And a lot of times on the morning news, we get a rundown of what's going on in the world. Or as we go through the day, we listen to the news or we watch the evening news and night news. And so one of the things that happens is that there seems to be certain reoccurring themes on the news. You know, it's always traffic. There's always an accident. And so what, and also here in New York, there always seems to be a fire. There always seems to be a fire in New York City. There always seems to be a fire in uh, Brooklyn and Queens and the Bronx and Manhattan. Then it, it not only is isolated to New York City, but it seems to be in the tri-state area. So the news sometimes talks about a fire in Jersey City, a fire in Newark. And so, um, is there always a fire somewhere, a house fire. And so these fires seem to be consistent with trouble, with disrupting people's lives and taking lives. And so that's why on today I say I see smoke. And so one of the other things that has recently become a problem in the city is uh, this uh, use of e-bikes. And there is something in the e-bike uh, uh, uh lithium-ion battery that seems to be faulty, and it tends to cause some of these fires that are taking place in the city. And last week, while I was listening to the morning news, they said, what a terrible thing it would be if these uh, e-bikes and lithium-ion batteries start causing fires in the subway. And so as we look around, we see in the city there is smoke. But in the particular passage of Scripture, uh, uh, 1 Samuel says that the city that was up in smoke was called Ziklag. And David and his men came to Ziklag and saw that it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, their daughters were taken captive. And so out of all that was burned in the city and all the smoke that I'm sure was there and the ash and Perhaps they saw it coming from a distance. There was still life to be found elsewhere. And so the interesting thing about Ziklag is if you look up the meaning of Ziklag, Ziklag uh, in its Hebrew meanings is a winding, it's bending, it's flowing, it's outpouring of a fountain 
or pouring out of water. And so everything that just happened in Ziglag has nothing to do with water because fire is the opposite of water, but water is used to put out fires. So why did this happen? Well, David had, long story short, had joined himself with King Akish. And so uh, David was, as we know, he was continuously on the run from Saul because Saul realized he had been rejected. And Saul had a jealous streak and he had a problem with David, even though it was David who's playing on the harp, calmed his evil spirits. At some point, Saul became jealous and he became evil in his heart and certainly he was after David and so David joined himself with Akish and certainly David and his men were there and so the people not Akish not the king wasn't upset with David but it was the king's men that got upset with David and said oh David maybe David's going to be a turncoat maybe he's going to join back up with Saul and so to keep the peace uh, the king sent David back home to Ziklag. And so when David and his men got there, he, he found out that everything was up in smoke. And so um, he found out um, that their wives were gone and their daughters were gone and their sons were gone and they were taken captive. And certainly we need to know that the city has taken a lot from us. The city has uh, taking our family, it's taking our friends, it's taking our neighbors, it's taking our relatives. It, the city, it, the city has done a lot of things, and I'm not talking about the physical place where you live. I'm not talking about the physical place that I live, because God promised that He would bless us in the city, and He bless us in the field, and He bless us coming in, and He bless us going out. So wherever we are, God can bless us. But the foundation of the city, if you get where I'm coming from, is a problem. If we look at the book of Nahum, chapter 3, beginning at verse 1, it says, Woe to the bloody city, full of lies and robbery. The prey departeth not. The noise of a whip and the noise of the rattling of the wheels and of the prancing horses and of the jumping chariots. The horsemen lifted up both the bright sword and the glittering spear and there is a multitude of slain and a great number of carcasses and there is none end of their corpses they stumble upon their corpses because of the multitude of the whoredoms of the well-favored harlot the mistress of witchcraft that selleth nations through her whoredoms and families through her witchcraft behold i am against thee said the lord of hosts and i will discover thy skirts upon your face, and I will show the nations thy nakedness and the kingdoms thy shame. And I will cause abominable filth upon thee and make thee vile and will set thee as a gazing stock. And I'm going to stop right there, but this is God's cry, the prophetic cry against Nineveh. Woe to the bloody city. It is full of lies and robbery and the prey departeth not. And if we look at our cities and we look at the condition of our world today, it is a bloody place. It is a place that is acquainted with sorrow. Habakkuk 
2 and 12 says, Woe to him that buildeth a town with blood and established a city by iniquity. And so there is so much crime and so much corruption going on in the world and evils in the world. And you wonder, where can you find escape from it? When uh, it seems like the enemy has tried to take everything from you that you have. And certainly sometimes all that the enemy doesn't take through ignorance, through disobedience, through lack of knowledge, we give the enemy more than he should have. But David and his men to the city. And so David's life was in danger now because of not only because of his enemies, but his own men were upset with them because they had lost out. And how many of you know sometimes you can follow the wrong crowd and you can lose out because you're in bad company? And although David was God's anointed, at this particular time, it looked like David was the cause of the situation. And whenever people get in trouble, they look for someone to blame. They don't want to blame themselves, but they want somebody, something to blame. And they never look and say, well, maybe I did something wrong or maybe I could have changed the situation, but they want someone to blame. So what does David do? David knows the, uh, does what the only thing that he knows how to do, and that is he has to call on the name of the Lord. The song said, I love to call him. And so uh, what does David do? Well, David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And then he went to the priest and he said, bring me the ephod. So David put on some priestly garments and he put it on and he said, listen, I've got to have a talk with my Lord. And somebody said, just a talk with Jesus, just a little talk with Jesus makes everything all right. And so when he got to God, when he got into prayer, he asked God a question. He was specific. And certainly we need to be specific in our prayers to God. We don't need to ask amiss. We don't need to fumble and mumble and jumble, but be direct, be clear, be concise, and be precise about what you want from God, about what you need from God, and what you need God to do for you, and what you need, uh, what would the Lord have you to do? And sometimes it's just simply, as the song suggests, it's just a yes. So he asked the question, shall I pursue over this troop? Shall I pursue after the enemy that came and ravished me, that took everything, that took my livelihood, took my family, the place I live, took all our goods, and destroyed our family? And the enemy is constantly trying to destroy our family. And so we could take this another way, but the enemy pulled the women the sons, the daughters away from the man or from the priest of the house. And so we know that the devil is always after the man in the uh, African-American community. We could go far as to say that that is a part of our problem because the enemy has always tried to separate the man from his family, whether it be through slavery, whether it be through prison, whether it be through an oppressive system or a system that does not is not working for you. And so the, the men are pulled away. And so here are the men. They are in tears. And it must have been a ugly sight to see all these men crying about what they had lost. And so David says, shall I pursue after my enemy? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered, pursue for thou. And he didn't just tell him to pursue, but he gave him assurance in his pursuit. He said, thou shall surely overtake take them 
and without fail recover all. That's good news today. That when you go to God, he will give you an answer. And he gave insurance and he gave assurance. And uh, so David went and he took his men with him. And certainly the story would uh, tell us that he came across an Egyptian slave that led him right where he needed to be. And certainly the Bible uh, lets us know, and I'm paraphrasing here, that when David and his men got there, they whipped them all day and all night. And certainly the whipping, when you have a whipping all day and all night, there is nothing, uh, there is nothing left for you to do. And so, but the only people that escaped the whipping were the ones that fled. And so David fought all day and all night into the next day, and certainly God gave them victory. And so, uh, and we, uh, verse 14 says, we made an invasion upon the south of the Cherubites and upon the coast which belongs to Judah and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziglag with fire. And David said to him, canst thou bring me, this is the report that the uh, Egyptian slave was giving David that they burned Ziglag with fire, the place of water, the fountain, he burned with fire. But that's all right because the enemy may have burned something that belonged to you. He may have taken something that belonged to you. He may have rendered you helpless and hopeless, but God still has a plan. He has a purpose for your life that God will bring you out. And certainly you'll be able to recover all that you lost. You'll be able to have your joy again. You'll be able to have your family again. And certainly you'll be able to reap the spoil of the land. And so, and when the, when the victory, the victory, it was so great that when they got victory over the enemy, not only did they get their wives back, not only did they get their sons and daughters back, and certainly the sons and the daughter represent the future. It represents God's perpetual blessings. It represents continuity. It represents the fact that uh, the Bible says as long as the earth shall remain, there'll be a seed time and harvest. And so it is God's perpetual blessings. It's God's will for your life that he would bless you coming in and that he would bless you going out and certainly that he will give to you back to you what was taken from you. And then he'll give you more. And so the David and his men had so much more that David even start handing out presents to people, paraphrasing. But David gave, he had so much, not for him and his company and their family, but he had so much that he was able to give it away, all because he inquired of the Lord, because he pulled himself together. And that's what somebody needs to know. Pull yourself together, pray, talk to God, and go get what belongs to you. Pursue education, pursue life, pursue health, pursue healing, pursue all that God has in store for you because the Bible declares that he will bring us into the wealthy place. One of the Pace sisters has a song that says, talks about the wealthy place. And so God has a wealthy place for us. For all that we've been through, know that the battle is not ours, but it belongs to the Lord. Certainly we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of the darkness and spiritual places. I see smoke 
It looks like everything went up in smoke, but God wants you to pursue through the smoke, through the flame, through the fire, through all that you lost and recover all. It's a blessed assurance that we have today. God bless you. Stay tuned. Blessed assurance that Jesus is mine, 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 mine. Oh, what a portrait! A portrait of glory divine. Oh, yes, and an heir to salvation. I've been purchased by God, so blessed, I'm born of His Spirit, His Spirit, oh Lord, I'm just washing His blood, this is my Something was said today to encourage you, to help you to pursue and recover all. Don't back down. Don't bow down. Don't retreat because God promised to recover, that we would recover all. Certainly, if we only trust him 
and believe him. Our number in studio, you have a few minutes, 619-924-0800, Certainly you still have an opportunity to call in and shout us out.
of my heart to the depth of my soul. I say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, we trust you. Yes, we will pay you. Yes, we will pursue. Yes, we will recover all. We thank you. We praise you for that. Well, listeners, we've just about come to the close of the hour. That was Sandra Crouch, completely yes. We heard from Mr. Clean and Queenie Lennox, the original last, uh, original yes. We've heard from uh, uh, Pastor Charles Jenkins. We are not ashamed. We heard from Vincent Bohannon, Pastor Vincent Bohannon. I love to call him. We heard from Pastor Shirley Caesar. Blessed assurance. Certainly, we pray that something was said on today. We shared with you from First Samuel chapter thirty on today. Ziklag was on fire. But the Lord said, pursue and recover all after the enemy. And certainly you will, without fail, recover all. And today we encourage you again. I can't say it enough. Pursue. The devil wants you to stop. The enemy wants you to stop right where you are. He wants you to have a pity party. He wants to leave you crying and hopeless. But certainly you get up and you show the enemy not who you are, but show the enemy who you are in God. Again, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. Remember, we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We're also on Apple iTunes, Spotify and Google Play. And certainly we are looking forward to hearing from you. God, our Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for everyone that is listening now and those that might listen later to your word, God. We thank you for your word is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides the soul and the spirit. We thank you for your word because the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the only begotten of the Father. The word became Jesus and Jesus is our strength. He's our healer. He is our plan for redemption. He is our salvation. And so God, today to everyone that's listening, pray God that you touch, heal, deliver, save, set free, that you bind the enemy on every hand that came to steal, kill, and destroy. God, we pray that as we go into the city, as we go into our jobs, as we go on the bus, on the train, on the plane, in our automobiles, God, that you continue to cover us with your blood, that you stay the hand of the enemy, that you give us favor in favorless situations, that you give us blessings in cursed places, God. God, we thank you for all things, knowing that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, according to your power that works within us. God, we thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the shedding of his blood, for without there would be no remission of sins. And so, God, we thank you for the opportunity to be forgiven of our sins. We thank you for the opportunity to to repent. We thank you today that godly sorrow worketh repentance and that we're able to be who you want us to be. And so for all these things, we give your name the glory. We give your name the honor. We give your name the praise. For you're worthy to be praised. It is so because we've asked believing that there is no good thing that you will withhold from us if we walk upright. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, 
God bless you. We love you. Hold out until we come. God bless you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.